0: Good morning, Rabbi Yisrael. Welcome back. We continue here, a uh, beautiful, lovely Thursday morning. Uh, I believe Hey, Elo, I believe. And um, we continue with Or Yisrael. We are up to the third paragraph over here, Mikhtav Yadalad. And Yisrael has established that there is a pathological situation in which there is a counterintuitive reaction in which... The person that should be more affected by Elul is less affected by Elul. The person that should be less affected by Elul is more affected by Elul. Vasapis, what's the Pshat? The guy who has to fear the most from Elul is the one that's the least affected. So the result told us that there's two reasons. Two reasons for this. A reason that w- that's uh, within the realm of nature and above the realm of nature. Within the realm of nature means something that, you know, is linked to events that we um, observe and, and, uh, and, and identify. We can see that. You know, we see that in the laboratory. We see that right here. And... uh, Let me close those two things. Just make a corner over there. With these two partitions. Yeah, that will help a little bit. Um, Thank you. And... um, Yeah, perfect, perfect. And... The supernatural cause is... Again, one that we just have to believe. That we don't... We're we're not aware of. I mean, what we're aware of. But we have to believe it. We don't see it. But that's, that's the... The, the supernatural spiritual one and that is the Timtum Halev. he didn't use that term yet but he will soon the effect the Aveira has on the person. Now Aveira we saw is not just the Torah saying don't be a Baal Taiva. We saw that yesterday very powerful idea. The Torah is not just telling us don't be a, a, a Baal Taiva the Torah is telling us don't don't do an Aveira don't do an Aveira um, and give in to the pull of the Aveira. That's what the Torah is saying. Being a Bal Taiva is within the realm of Sech, that We understand Taivas. Taivas, we understand that Taivas have, have a lure over us, have a sway over us. That we understand. Um, but the Aveira is don't be a Bal Very deep idea. Just to, <laughs> to, you know, to take that a step further than what we saw yesterday. Don't be a Bal Aveira. is someone that gives in to the pull of the agents and the agencies and the forces behind the avera, which is a certain kai chatoma. a kai chatoma, which is a whole system that's there to counteract, to oppose the system of Kadusha of the rebbeinu and being that it's a system, that it's a force, that that it's it's a um, movement in of itself, it's able to infiltrate my thinking, it's able to take over, it's able to hijack me, and it clads my thought. That's that's the. Again, he didn't use that logic yet, but we're going to see that momentarily. Timtum ha means when my, my, my clarity is muddled, my thoughts are confused, and my approach to life is just really, is, is, has been, rent, is been, is been all, you know, uh, shaken up by the Avera. So that's what it means to be a Balavera. It doesn't just mean you're a Balavera. Taiva is a Taiva. A Balaveira is someone who's allowed the Karikh to, to infiltrate, to cloud his thinking. So this is the second reason why when we come to Elul, we hear about Elul, usually we're supposed to sit there. The Balavir, the guy who's in the biggest trouble, doesn't sit there because he can't relate to it. He doesn't relate to Elul. He doesn't relate to the fact that is approaching. He doesn't relate to the fact that the Judgment Day is coming. He doesn't, he doesn't relate to it. it, doesn't resonate with him. He doesn't process it because his, his thought processes, which should be processing that are are all in disarray because of the tumma that that surrounds him. And so what is he thinking? I mean, he knows it's elbow, let's ask a question. He's not he's not dumb, he's not an unintelligent person. Someone who's a Balaveira can be can be a highly intelligent person. So what is he thinking? He's not thinking. It rolls right over him, rolls right 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 past him. It rolls right through him and if you would ask him knew it's gonna be Rashad, yeah you know, Rashad I'll be okay, you know. I'll worry about it when it comes. They'll give you one of three dozen deflective answers which are just that, deflective answers because it's not penetrating and it's the Aver that doesn't let it penetrate. Again, that's supernatural because that's not something that we would observe or understand on our own. That is the effect of the Aveiro that just doesn't allow them to embrace, process, relate to or resonate with any of this information. And again, when we would pin them down, no, rebid. It's Hey Elul, you know we're almost a quarter of the way in Elul. What are you going to do about? What are you doing about your soul? What are you do about Rosh Hashanah? He'll either tell us why oh, I got plenty of time. He'll, he'll tell us, "Yeah, I have a halach. I have a halach worth that." He'll tell us, "Don't worry, everything's fine." He'll tell us, "He'll tell us, none of your business." And all these answers are merely a way of him escaping answering the question because the question doesn't penetrate. The Question doesn't penetrate. So he has to give us some kind of automatically generated response to evade the question. Okay, so how do we, how, how, how do we deal with this? That's the big question. Now, we're all this person. Each and every one of us, everybody said. Unfortunately, we're the people who don't get affected by Elo. We, we, we don't get affected by Elo. It's not affecting us. We're all the latter. We're not the former. We're not the people that are tzadigam al Well, I, 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 should it's not nice for me to include everyone of this, right? So none of you are those people that get affected by Elo. Okay? <laughs> To, to avoid generalizing over here. No, but in general. Okay, listen. We, we know ourselves, and we know that, you know, Rabbi Sol talked about the tzaddikim of old, that when they would hear Elo, They would hear that, they would sit there. People would faint when they would hear Elo. They would faint. In the Ezra's notion there wasn't a, a dry hanky in sight. The boxes of the tissues were all depleted. In Europe, in Europe, they had Kleenex shortages. Every, and not just Rabbi Sol talked about Every, every shop is Mevorchem. Every shop is Mevorchem. The, 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 used to mamish, they, uh, they, they would cry and cry and cry, and especially, shalom. that's not us. That's not us. Why? And that's not us because, again, we, we live in routine. It's routine that dulls us. It's the daily grind that dulls us. It's just going through the motions that dulls us. And it's Aravears that dull us. Aravears just don't allow Elo to penetrate. Shalom Yali. The Shri Raslibi Eilech will be okay. I have time. I have a mahalach. I have a, yeah. Parachashem, thank you for your advice. I have a mahalach in Rosh Hashanah. I have a mahalach now. I have it worked out. But that, that's us. So what's the etza? What's the etza? We're up against the wall. We're up against the sibas gashmius, which is hergal, which, which is routine. We're up against the sibas zuchniyas, which is the, the, the I'm sorry, the tintamalev, the keicha Atoma, that just totally numb us and desensitize us to reality. What Hope is there, if any, for us. So the answer is learning Musr. Let's see right now. Sol tells us that the solution, the only solution, the only aids over here is for us to learn Musr. So says Rabbi Sol, Someone that gets involved even just a little bit in, in a Musr limud, in learning Musr. Bisatan tam Someone that just dabbles even a little bit, now, I'm sorry, dabbles with the wrong word. Someone that gets involved even a little bit in Musr will see Bukhush, he'll sensate it, he'll see it as 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 a clear and distinct reality. Kisibas ha that he has this supernatural spiritual, so to speak, but again, a foul spiritual force against him that is opposing him, that is trying to bring him down, that is indeed muddling his thought process, that's not getting him to think clearly, not allowing him to really analyze the situation at hand. Against logical, clear thought processes. As we said, um, Against what Seichel Hayashir, which sound and clear direct logic should have dictated, self-preservation, survival instincts, he sees, he will see clearly that his thoughts have been confused and his his take on life has been clouded and and muddled. Now, let's just stop for a moment. Sri really is telling us that the eighth of the solution is Moser. Learn in Moser. But there's a few things that he tells us. He tells us with learning Moser, you'll have this breakthrough, you will clearly see that you know, you, 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 you've been um, hijacked, your brain, your mind has been hijacked by you'll see that clearly. Um, and then he tells us though, he does slip in when that works, under what circumstances that's going to work, if we look clearly, and that also has to be something that we um, extract from here before we go on. So those two points, he tells us it works, and, he, and then he, he, he laces in here, slips in here, how it has to work. How, why, why does it work? Why does it work? So what Musr does really is Musr is a study of oneself. It's a study of oneself in a very practical way. And if it's not a a study of oneself and B in a practical manner, that's not really Musr. Yisrael is Musr. Now you know every yeshiva they have the the shop with the, the Musr's farm, right? And Bushi will tell us that's what? That's always the dustiest shelf in the base medish, right? That's the dustiest shelf. The one with the Muster's Farm. What's the, what's the shelf that's the least dusty? Uh, the Bachber, right? <laughs> Chaim, Shas, yeah. Um, the dusty shelf is the one with the Muster's Farm. Now, there's a lot of Swarm on that Muster shelf. What, what, in the Yeshivas, the Muster shelf, in the Yeshivas. Not every Safer that we put on the Muster shelf, be so would actually call a Muster Safer. Interesting. Okay? We're not we're not going to... You know, it's not to us, not for us, to uh, decide what goes in that category, what doesn't go in that category, what would make it, what wouldn't make it, but it definitely can be said that uh, we're a little bit more generous in putting on the Musr shelf Musa Svarim than Rabbi Sol would be um, because Rabbi Sol has a very, very, very tight and clear definition of Musr. Rabbi Sol, who's the proponent, the... Um, progenitor of what we call the Musr movement. Muser by him wasn't necessarily defined by things you put on the, you know, uh, like working on your midas, working on your midos, and uh, being nice, and, 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 uh, and um, anything that's basically not and Paiskin, that's what we put on the Musar shelf, right? Good part on the Parsha. No. Musr Andrew Bissol's Muser, is a study of oneself, and a study of oneself in, in, in a very practical way. And if it doesn't meet both of those criteria that's not called Musr. Musr is about opening the soul getting into our kishkas and confronting ourselves seeing what's really going on within the the um again that tempest of of uh, of, of of a um, of um a situation that, that represents the inner workings of our soul, but confronting that, going there and going there in a way that's going to allow us to make practical applications. That means not just confronting myself, not just trying to, you know, get into my inner workings, but in, in a way where I can like, you know, even slow things down, to do freeze frames, and, and ask myself, okay, I was in such and such situation, and I had such and such reaction, I was surrounded, I was, you know, schmoozing with my friends, and I found myself saying Lashon haro. I found myself saying Lashon haro. Why did I say that Lashon haro? But before that, before that. So, a, a safer that's a musar safer, quote unquote, that would not be under your soul's shelf would be, Lashon Hara, is da cheslecht aveyra, and Lashon haro is da state, that lashon hara kills three people, and lashon hara you oh, lose your and them have. Oh, lashon hara is so bad. Oh, lashon hara is so terrible. Oh, we have to stop saying lashon hara. Oh, y-ve. So we learned that for a while. We learned a few paragraphs. We say them again, and again, and again. All the oiveis, kavaldiks. So, I just told myself how terrible lashon hara is, and try to be better next time. No, next time you do the same exact thing. That's not Musr. That's not Musr. That's learning my Mori Chazal. Very nice. Moser is, and I stop and say, okay, lushanar is terrible. lushanar is awful. I feel guilty. But let me stop for a moment. I, I, I had a major episode later. I knew something very damaging about my friend. And I knew that I shouldn't say it because it's not nice. lushanar I, I surrounded. I was there hanging up with my boys and I found myself saying it. Why did I say it? Why? I knew it was bad. I knew it was wrong. Let me stop. Let me stop and analyze. Go back to that situation. Slow it down. Frame by frame. Did I say it because I needed their approval? Did I say it because I just got caught up in the moment and there was, there was a certain Kalos Rosh that was going on, everyone was getting silly and joking around, and, 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 and um, I felt myself also getting silly and joking around with them? Did I say the Lush and Hara because maybe, maybe I had to add for that guy? Maybe I needed to get him back for something? Maybe he once did something to me and I needed to get him back and this was my opportunity and that 5% of me needing to get, back, needing to get him back was, was too much for me. Maybe it was for some other reason. This is Rabbi Yitzhak's Musr. This is Musr because this gets us into the cockpit of the kishkas of our soul and in such a way that it's very practical that we can slow things down, figure out what happened and then next time around hopefully preemptively know how to deal with it before it happens. If it's a part of self-confidence, I'll build up my confidence. If it's a part of needing approval, I'll get my approval through other means. If it's a part of having to get people back, I'll I'll, I'll work that out. But the bottom line is that when a person learns Musr and there are svarim, you know, Musr, now just to, to to clarify, we shouldn't think that, that, um, so, oh, so Musr now is just about, Self-analysis is just about holding up the mirror to myself, is just about um, figuring myself out. So there are no Mus'er Svarim then, according to what we're saying. Just go back and and figure myself out. No, of course not. A person needs Mus'er Svarim to help him with this process, needs Mus'er Svarim to guide him with this process. Um, a Mus'er Safer, when it's learned properly, gives me that breakdown of myself, is that mirror. The Mus'er Safer is the mirror because... I apply it back to myself, and it gives me insight and clarity back into myself. It essentially opens up the seichel that has been polluted by the avir, by the timtumalev, by the by the Yetzirah, by the Sultan. It opens my seichel back up again. It lets me get back into all the the kinks that have been kinked up in the system, and all the wires that have been crossed and and misplaced and and, and, and mis you know soldered and wired through the Yetzirah Allows me to get into that through the, the Muslim, but Every every foundational Musar Sefer that Rabbi Sol would consider a Musar Sefer, we, you know, we spent a while in Masih Zasharim, Evin Shleim, but these are classic Musar Sfarim that would be there on Rabbi Sol's shelf. Remember, Masih Sharm gives in a very exacting manner a system to allow ourselves to understand ourselves bit by bit, step by step. Zahirus and Zrizas and Nikias, and he goes on from there, um, it's all about us getting a good grip on ourselves. Every classic Muster Sefer is doing that. Um, and it gives me those tools, and it gives me the ability, to hold it in the mirrors, and then without realizing it, when I make that, um, you know, when I run that analysis, so we, like the example we just gave, the well, example, I'm really using tools that I got from Musar Svarim. I'm using tools I got from the Caesar sharm from Evan Shleimel, and and the like. But, now here's the second part, this is the B that we said before, that only works when the Musars learn properly. If Musa is approached like just a a nice read, a good read, inspirational, exciting, deep, deep stuff, it's still not going to affect us. If it's just, you know, a nice read, it has to be an involvement. It has to be personalized. When I learn a Musa work, I have to be personalizing it and really digesting the ideas, really breaking down the ideas. Anytime you digest and break down ideas, you are personalizing it. And that's what we said, remember, when we began... Or Yisrael, last week, Yisrael writes all of his not in a non-verbose way, in a poetic way, in a very terse way, because he wants us to learn it up. He wants us to be a Muster Safer as well. <coughs> a Musr Safer is only a Muster Safer if it has to be broken down, processed, cogitated, and, and, and um, related to. I have to delve into it. It's a limud. That's when it becomes personalized. Something that's not a limud, again, we're learning it Bikiyas, most of the that you learn Bikiyas, you're not going to get anything out of. You're not breaking it down, you're not personalizing it, you're, 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 you're not getting into it, and it's not going to be that mirror that you're holding up to your own seichel. This is going to be a nice limud that you're kind of breezing your way through. When we get into it, when we roll up our sleeves and jump in, we break the in and crunch them and process them, we see, in fact, how it's all relevant to our own seichel. It, it lets us unwind our own minds and thinking processes that have been so kinked up and, and twisted by the Yetzirah, and then it becomes a personalized and b practical. That's why Rebisol says, "Zlashen that we just saw, umisha asak, maat Two ideas back to back that are almost contradictory, but we see that they're not contradictory. On the one, he says, "Maat," just a little bit of Moser goes a long way. That's what Rebisol just said. Even a little bit of Moser will help us get the Elo message will help us get out of you know the quagmire that we're in will allow us to relate to Elo not even a little bit of Musr, but that's I said earlier not doesn't mean dabbling a little bit of Musr doesn't mean little quality wise it means a little quantity wise but quality wise that's the first word Asak Misha Asak Ma'at everybody understand two ideas in one package over here Bechoda Machta which are certainly not contradictory even a little bit of Moser goes a long way as long as it's an Asik, an Asik, an involvement, a, 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 a development, analysis, learning Masiyah Sisharim in a methodical way, learning Masiyah Sisharim, learning Evan Shleimo, learning Shari Tshuva in a way that that um, the ideas are being broken down. When they break down, they're being processed by Meiseichel, they're being absorbed by Meiseichel, and Meiseichel says, hey, wow. I, I, I'm very off over here, and I'm very off over there, and look how my thought process has been so twisted over here. That's what the asik and Musar does for us, even if it's just mat. Rab b'chush, the Rabbi Yisrael said, you see that with your senses, you sensate it, you sensate it, again, you sensate it means, I'm holding up that mirror to my own mind, and I see b'chush, I see that my, I sensate the fact that I've been twisted because I've personified it. I've personalized it, rather. Personalized it. And and I myself am the real life example, the real life model of, of, of what this Moser Sefer is teaching me, the real life model of what the Aids of Heart can do. Because I'm holding up that mirror myself. Like, wow, wow, look how far I've slipped. Look how, how far I've fallen. And how dulled and numbed and desensitized I've become to Elo. Uh, that's what, what, why I see b'chush. I see it, I sensate it, because I myself am that example. Um, okay, so he's telling us the beginning of the solution, the way to get out of this, and he's talking to all of us, because all of us are people who really need to relate to L a little bit better. The only way out is musr, because we have to start, if our, our mind themselves, our ability to reason and understand and analyze, have been polluted, we have to unpollute our minds. We have to detoxify our minds. The only thing that will do that is moser moser is what begins to unwind, unkink, and straighten out our minds again. And okay, we have here. The paragraph continues with the word ubavadai I was mekabel from Rabbi Seinu that this is really this is supposed to be a new paragraph. All the editions of saw the new one and the new ones follow the old ones. This is part of the same paragraph. But we will stop over here, and tomorrow we will continue with that word ubavadai Um, and uh, thank you all for joining everyone should have a wonderful today a lot of simcha and happiness and celebration all, all of our lives